fun uh, ending to the game. Sent to overtime. Lowry hits three free throws to win. Almost could have had a foul at the end there. Uh, tripping up legs with um, SGA. SGA was just freaking dominating us, honestly. It's what it felt like. And uh, Jazz pull it out. 120-119. Lowry goes for 43 points. If you're not following and liking us on YouTube, subscribe. I don't know what you're doing because right now I'm wearing a Larry Markinen wig. All right. And Dallin, Dallin sometimes takes glorious. his shirt off. So glorious. Yeah. I, I, I really don't know what you're doing if you're not if you're not uh following I us wear on pasties, YouTube. At least. He wears pasties. He wears pasties. I, I well verify that. But uh it gets hot. It gets hot. Um Jazz, amazing night. Kessler. I think pulled through for the Jazz. Ochai finishing, guarding Ochai. Ochai really helped. Uh, the double team coming off uh, uh, screens and and uh, uh, I can't find my words, but double teaming SGA, getting the ball out of his hands, making Dort uh, try and score. You had Giddy that had a few, you know, pretty clutch baskets, but overall struggled um, down. What do you think? I mean, I'm real in here, bro. I'm on a I'm on a basketball high right now, especially with this hot wig on. I'm sweating. It, it uh, I, those curls just do something to me. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, Walker Kessler, 18 rebounds. Damn. Lowry, 43 points. If we made them one player, no, I'm just teasing. I love them both. Um, but I will, you guys heard enough from me, so let's turn it over to Tevin, and then we'll go from there. Tevin, Tevin, Tevin. Did, did I hear you say you missed my voice? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Absolutely. You don't know how much we've missed you. Aww. Yeah. I'm blushing. You should be. I'm blushing. You should be. <laughs> I can feel you blushing through the speakers. You have every right. I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely, but I know, yeah, I've, I've had some stuff going on. I'm glad to be back. But I, I missed most of the, uh, the second half. I was applying for, uh, for jobs, but man, I, I caught the last five minutes of the fourth and through the rest of it. Holy cow! Okay, so the, this is how great the end of the game was. My grandfather was texting back and forth, forth <laughs> with me. It was, it was absolutely amazing. There, there was even a great point. Where, there, there was even a point where I'm like, I can't respond to my grandfather right now. I need to watch this game. <laughs> I need to actually pay attention. Yeah, no, I agree. I. I thought that that was an absolutely amazing ending. Um, I was a little worried we might not have been able to pull it off in OT, um, but I'm grateful that between JC, Walker, Kessler, um, and Lori, that they were able to come up clutch for us. Those were some huge, huge plays. I thought Lori was going to end up driving it there um, in those late seconds of OT yeah. and we were going to be tied up again. That was that was a clutch move for him to, to step back. As, as soon as I heard OKC was challenging that call, I was like, yeah, y'all are going to lose that. Lou Dort is going right up into Lori's grill. He totally fouled him. <laughs> Made me laugh so hard. Uh, but, no, it was a – He won a lot of at that point. 
Exactly. <laughs> it was like the dude's like it, he felt him worse than uh, um, the previous foul that we that we tried to challenge, and that's saying something. So, like, I know Ochai still fouled Shea on that previous play, but it wasn't nearly as bad. Anyway, um, yeah, I I thought that was going to be I thought that shot was going in by Shea. I, I totally screamed, and my wife looked at me like, shh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was surprised by that shot that Larry took. Cause like, was like, great, great, we collect one, but son is stupid. I'm like, well, I'll try to get it. Anyway, great old. He can sleep when he's dead. It's okay. Yeah, the 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 step by the step back shot by uh, Lowry was a little surprising because what well, there was only four seconds left. It's like you're down by one. I thought he should have drove as well and tried to get fouled. The step back three to me was a terrible shot and we got bailed out with Dort stepping underneath him. Much for us. I would dare say the MVP that game was, was Walker Kessler between the opening corner three, the seven, what was it? Seven blocks he got tonight, 18 rebounds. The dude was a, beast he has yeah. way more offensive game than i would dare say rudy gobert ever did oh easily it, i mean still does that yeah. might be a hot tweet <laughs> but he might <laughs> i think he has more of an offensive game than rudy gobert does and of course, i wouldn't call him a defensive player of the year yet but i would put him in the top what seven maybe five for candidates this year yeah yeah just throwing that out there. Yeah, I would totally agree. I think, <laughs> I mean, when, when he hit that first three-pointer, the first play of the game, I just thought, man, did this dude figure something out over the All-Star? Like, did his confidence, he, he finally realizes what he can do? I don't think we've seen an ounce of what Kessler can do offensively. He's I, doing I, – I, th I think that time in the lab there with uh, – uh, Big T really helped him out <laughs> explaining himself and working on different things. I bet that helped a lot. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if you look at the stats, he's got 14 defensive rebounds, four offensive rebounds, 18 rebounds total, one assist, seven blocks, seven points. I mean, the dude is just, he's doing so much other stuff that once we get a few other offensive players and then he's able to have an open floor and work, uh, it's going to be dangerous. So I, I would agree with you, Tevin, that he's probably the MVP of the game, which is hard to say when you look at the the uh, score or the uh, stat sheet and look at Lowry with 43 points. I mean, the dude shot 53%, didn't shoot the greatest from threes, but got to the free throw line and made his free throws. Um, it, it's fun to watch these guys. Uh, I think Ochai really played a, a big part in being able to – double team SGA, SGA towards the end and get the ball out of his hands. Um, it was fun to see Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn had two steals. One of them was just, you know, stripped the guy, went down and dunked it. Uh, I really think Chris Dunn is going to be a guy that makes his team better. Not, not necessarily if he gets a bunch of playing time, but in practice, he's going to make our guards a lot better because he's going to be a good defender on them. Juan had good minutes. Uh, Simone Fontecchio is the one that struggled for me, but we're not going to hit on that. SGA on the other end, 39 points, 
12 for 26, uh, didn't make a three-point shot, shot 15 for 19 from the, the free throw line and really felt like their only hope to, to beating us. Every time he got the ball, I just – my stomach kind of dropped and I wanted them to keep double-teaming him, which they did, and I, I think eventually helped us win the game. But um, I want to pass the mic over to somebody else. I know JC's drip was in the YouTube – chat saying jordan down post game now please so uh jc's drip if you want to request so that you can speak on this wonderful post game oh you're already accepted he's he's here down's my handy dandy co-host here we go i can do some things right all right (laughs) what's up guys crazy game crazy game and it's just so exclusive excuse my language it's so fucking harder to root <laughs> against this team like the the effort that we put in um you know we have our star in lowry it's so hard to root against this team i'm all for the tank i'm all for getting a good draft pick but if the team's playing like this night in night out it's so hard to not root for them that's what um, Minnesota's for right let's <laughs> hope hope on their downfall um I think that was Laurie's best game of the season. I know he scored more against Houston, but um, in an actual competitive game like tonight, um, especially in the clutch, he had a freaking crazy fourth quarter, just going off every possession in the fourth quarter. Um, just an amazing game all around. I really liked uh, Chris Dunn's minutes. I was looking forward to Frank Jackson minutes tonight for the homer. Um, I'm sure we'll see him in the next couple of games, but just all around this, this is why we're jazz fans. This is why we love watching our team, you know, watching the game. Um, This is what we get excited about. So awesome game. Uh, Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks for chiming in. I, uh, I feel you on the Frank Jackson. I think it, it uh, was kind of a pickup to cater to jazz fans and him being local. I, I honestly think that they're going to sign both of these guys for cheap for the rest of the year. I don't know why you would bring him on this late in the season for a 10 day, um, especially with what we're trying to do. You know, I think that front office might be just trying to find another little piece that uh, has been overlooked. Frank Jackson was uh, averaging 26 points a game in the G league, Chris Dunn, a number five pick. Uh, and I believe in 2016, um, and really, I, I think Chris Dunn is going to be the, the player that helps us most, uh, not necessarily in games, but practicing. I think he's going to make these guys a much, much better team offensively. Uh, I can I can see him in practice going up against Taylor Horton Tucker and Colin Sexton and making them perfect their craft a little bit more. So let's pass the mic over to the next person down uh, Armani and the uh, Calvin, but I just wanted to say I can just already predict it. Twitter's going to have everybody just crying with their tank note tears. <laughs> just can't handle it. Don't worry, we'll do yeah, tankathon before we end this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful game, man. <laughs> um, Walker Kessler is um, the MVP of that game. Um, by a long shot, and I and I say that because of the dominance defensively was just uh, and then and then he made a lot of great key offensive rebounds, and that's something that we are as a team. We 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 offensive rebound at a high rate, regards to like to the league, but 
it looked sloppy a lot of the times, and he secured a lot of the offensive rebounds that we needed in these key moments. Um, again, defensively, he 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 held down the fort. You can't really ask too much more out of him as of right now. That corner three that was a beautiful way to start open, you know, open up the game. Yeah, Lowry. The fact that he can impact the game that the way he has, while he's been on the, in the shooting slump, I'll say he's been in the shooting slump since the uh, beginning of January. So, well, it's like statistically, it may not look like that, but we all seen that these games is like sometimes he's just like struggle to hit threes consecutively. He might go zero for five or one for six in the like the first half or something like that. Um, so he's really struggled from the three point line a lot over the last two months and the fact that he can be able to perform at the rate that he's been performing and for him to be able to put 43 up while the t- while OKC they have a lively defense and they was throwing a lot at, at Lowry and he was still be he was still able to get the buckets that he was able to get he wasn't scared to you know like catch the ball around the key area and um try to create his own shot um you see a lot of growth out of him um Chris Dunn, I love that Chris Dunn is on his team because this is a person who played with Lowry and he's helped Lowry succeed early in his career. And you can see the couple, you know, the minutes that they played with each other, he tried to force feed the ball to Lowry in transition. Um, especially he'll like he'll he'll get he'll get up the court and kick it back to Lowry like as soon as he passed the half court line, so Lowry can get a a, a head start run. So. I, I see like a little thing, little things that could really help. But I'm seeing that Lowry is developing. He's also, you know, I'm um, developing his his passing off of him being um doubled off draws. So it looks good. I hope that does continue. Um, old child made a lot of great threes. Yeah, I did a lot, a lot of great threes, and he's and he held up his end of the um his end of the um bargain against Shea because. The, thing, the the fouls that Shea was getting this entire game, I would complain. But also, we are we are a little handsy team, and we do foul a lot. So I can't really say too much. So that's that's just about it. I, I feel like this is a great team win against another competitive young team who actually knows how to play defense. So we seen a lot of things thrown at us, and we see that we could prevail over certain things. Yeah, I would agree. As far as Larry. Uh... I think that might have been his most impressive performance. Um, I know that, you know, he, he, we say that he's in a shooting slump, and I think what most fans feel like is he's not hitting the three-point ball at the same clip that he was at the beginning of the season, but he's doing so much other stuff. Ten rebounds, three assists, um, and, and the reason I say I think it was his best game in a Jazz uniform is because it was the first time that he really played like the the leader and the best player on the Jazz team. Really the best player on the court. Well, SGA, SGA is pretty damn good. But in the fourth quarter, it, it, he just understood when to take over the game. Uh, when he had that big dunk, a couple big dunks, and then that three-point shot at the end, he understood the situation and – you know, he, he proved that he's he's the number one and he wants to be that guy that's taking the shot. He scored 11 points in a row. 
Yeah. And and I think that's why we all thought he was going to drive instead of shoot it because he went, what, one for six or something like that at the beginning of the game. And when he went to drive it, we're like, okay, cool. He's going to drive and probably get fouled here driving. And then he stepped back because he – He's like, we need a three to possibly win this game, and then gets fouled on that shot. So that was the best. That, that that may have been the best shot available, given that again no, he's, I, not, he's not he's not great at picking up the ball and making that quick decision off of off of passing. So that step back, he was able, he knew he was going to be able to get to the step back if he was able to get the three off. Great. But did you notice? Have to get fouled. Did you notice when he was? Dribbling back, he saw JC and he's like, ah, I'm just chucking. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I was like, thank God. Well, well, even JC was like, bro, I'm glad you took it because I, I would have had had that done no other way. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, um, and I, I a, think that's a great thing I did see is that JC did not force the issue this game. Yes, he shot 19 shots. But those, a lot of those 19 shots, it was within the flow of the offense, and I was just, I was happy to see that. That was one thing I was completely happy to see. Yeah, he maybe he shot like maybe like four of those. That was just like, JC. Yeah, and besides those two freaking turnovers that that well, nearly two. He had one terrible turnover, and the other one was almost another. But um, I think the Lowry shot, honestly, I think he was exhausted by that point. And it takes a lot of energy to drive. And he thought, okay, I've got a littler guy on me. I can I can shoot over this guy. And I think he felt confident that he could make that three. I, I don't think he maybe realized that it was a one-point game. Um, but, yeah, it, there there could have been a, a, a ton of different things. I'm just glad that, like you guys said, he, he looked at Clarkson and said, no, like, it's it's my turn, man, to take the shot the winning shot and he wants to be the guy. And I think that was the first time that I really saw Lowry want to be the guy. Like you could physically see it through the, the television screen. He, he was the guy taking over and uh, it, it was really nice to see. So uh, Dallin, who's our next, next caller. <laughs> Calvin, Calvin, welcome back from New York. What up though? What's uh, up, man? Um, so. I don't know how anybody can root for this team or not root for this team. Like with that type of effort, like the, but we've been seeing this all year. So I guess at this point, kind of just like expected. Um, I, I I love um, what's happening with Laurie market. And he's, he's, he's pushing the issue more and more every game himself um, to make things happen. He had a stretch of nine points in a row. Uh, He is starting to, uh, I, I think battle all of our questioning whether he could really actually be a one. And I feel like he's marching towards being able to be that type of player. And sure. I feel like there, there's just growth ever since it seems like ever since Mike left, it's like, he's starting to, to take the, the, the ownership of this team. And I love that. And I see it in his play and maybe that's why his efficiency is down, but I just want to touch on it. it might be a little over exaggerated. Over the last 18 games, he's at 38%. He's 34% in the last 10. So I think he's going to be okay. But, you know, you they have to learn how to play together and create those shots for him. He doesn't have a real point guard. So I, I don't even think that's a big deal. Um, THT, I think I love the Chris Dunn 
and Frank Jackson, even though I don't know how, what type of impact they're going to have, but it's I think it's going to allow him not to rest on his laurels and not keep working because I'm, I'm starting to believe that THT has a lot more talent that he can tap into, maybe not right away, but I think he, he still has a high ceiling. Um, I think this is what his fifth straight game. He's getting six or seven, six, seven or eight assists a game. He's just got to get that turnovers down because what he's producing as a, a point guard to me is what we want. He's, he's rebounding, he's passing and he can score, but he's got to get his shot up. And I think we, I don't think we give enough credit for how good his defense is, um, on a lot of these guards in the league. Um, cool. I think he's gotten a lot better playing off the ball and today, um, I think that, I think that Walker Kessler definitely played again. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy I, I, to say that when Lowry has 43, but it's true. I mean, both of them, I mean, they're both amazing, but at the end of the day, he don't get that block shot. Over. <laughs> yeah. Like seven blocks and 18 rebounds. And the thing about it is that we finally saw what we've been asking to see all year toward in, in, no, in that, in the overtime or right before the overtime, they were all rebounding. Mm-hmm. Everybody was trying to get rebounds. Like there was a play where we got like three offensive rebounds in a row with three completely different players, and they were all under the rim. They weren't bouncing out or anything like that. So, um, man, it, like eighty percent of their games are are clutch games. They're they're, they're in everything. I'm I'm done. I just I, I enjoyed tonight's game. I'm not trying to lose. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's been a, um, a really interesting season and fun season. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more as far as THT. He led the team tonight with six assists. He's becoming that point guard that I think we maybe wish Sexton would have been. And I think he's kind of pulling away with the starting position um, because, his, because his guarding. And as far as you hitting on rebounding, I remember looking at the scoreboard or the uh, box score at one point. We were not out rebounding them. The Jazz ended up out in Oklahoma 72 to 63. Which is huge for us. Uh, it felt like we were struggling early on to rebound for the, the team to come together and out rebound. I think that was big. The, the the block by Kessler, like me and down on the live stream on YouTube, were just saying like that was totally Rudy Gobert esque. And uh, I didn't think he was going to be able to get there to get it. Like he looked like he had just got blown out of the water. But I think that's a confidence builder for Walker Kessler, knowing that he can go out on those three-point shooters and contest the shot a little bit more. And if they do blow by him, then he's able to recover and, and make that block. I mean, yeah, there's no way that this game goes into overtime if that doesn't happen. Um, Dallin, who's our who's our next caller, next basketballer caller? Sorry, I did steal in the background. Um, I didn't have anybody. Sydney, I just came in. If you guys want to talk, Sorry. request, and Dallin will get you approved. Um, I'm going to be on here for at least another ten or fifteen minutes, maybe. But. Hey, can I can I throw in a, a quick little little tidbit question slash thing here? Tevin, anything for you? <laughs> um, I wonder if this is either like a sophomore slump or something. But um, and now his name it's uh, it's a Thunder player. His name is now uh Giddy Josh Giddy. I feel like there was either more hype around him coming into the league, or he has some extremely untapped potential. I feel like he should be way better than he should be. I thought he was really going to break out this season, possibly. Um, 
and again, I don't know if it's like if it's like a sophomore slump. I don't know if he's in it. I thought he was in his third year, maybe. But um, do, do, does that make sense? I feel like he should be yeah, way better than I, what I he think he's playing like. as good as he possibly can, given yeah, yeah, given Jake's uh, play style, he's playing to the best of his abilities. And he's been playing way better. Like, I will say he's one of the premier passes in the league. Um, his assists don't show up, but that's because, you know, the play style, he don't have enough good players, you know, enough, you know, shot makers on the team. And um, his his three-point shot is coming together, you know, over the, you know, uh, I think, believe, I believe since January, he's been shooting around 37% from the three. So he's he's playing better. He He's, play, he's on the right trajectory. I Sydney. The game's done over, and 
they were in there with, I mean, when that time they got four rebounds in a row, I didn't make any of their shots, which sucked, but we got four offensive rebounds, you know, right at the end of the game. I mean, they're just, they're just playing win, you know, it's so fun. It is just fun. so fun. The big back off Sydney, that makes me think that we really want to go to the Cavs trade now. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, Don's such a good player, but he's not clutch. He's never been clutch. <laughs> yeah, we would vote more for clutch than, uh, we did any, than we did Donovan, you know, after a while. I always, I always struggled with Donovan. Uh, it's kind of like the, the Clarkson, like, want to be a hero at the end and maybe make a few, but, you know, statistically speaking, he just never won us any big games. And uh, a little bit no. what Sydney was talking on, like, I think this team does other things besides just scoring. And that's what's going to win you games in the playoffs. You got to rebound. You got to defend. You got to get a block. There was a a little bit of all of that in tonight's game in order to win it. So, yeah, I I totally agree with you, Sydney. Yeah, coming down that line, they did everything they needed to win the game, you know? That's the one thing I love that of this team is that we're in so many constant clutch games. We played 41 clutch games out of 61 games. That's about, I don't know, 67%. I know. Yeah, I think we lead the league in clutch games. Yeah, yeah, we do. So we played 67% of our games in the clutch, and we are constantly in position to win last second. With that, that's the thing when about it. You have something it. like that going on with young players. That's so so much character development that happens for for players in that situation. You can't pay. You can't pay for that. You can't get that in a in a in a, in a, in a regular rebuild. You can't you can't ask for that. No, and it gives them so much confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine how they leave these games feeling like I made that shot, I got that block, I got the rebound, I made the three point, you know, the three three throws at the end of the game, like. They're leaving with confidence. Yeah, Kessler is. They can do it, you know. Kessler's probably in his car right now, listening to. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Throw your hand in the air if you're a true player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are, are you Bluetoothing that through his car right now? <laughs> <laughs> I got my Lowry wig on. Yeah. The tank is because one of those losses that we had, 80% of the losses, all of them that we have this season, have been in the in 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 the clutch. So that you know that what happens if half of those are turned into W's, and that's based off the experience and maybe this current roster. I mean, you're talking about a, a one or two seed in, in the conference, you know. So right. it's like well, and when you think we've been that close on every get on almost every game, really. Yeah. Almost every game's coming down to the wire, you know? And, I mean, that's just, they're doing so well. That's hard to do. Yep. I want to bring something up. I mean, everyone talks about this nowadays, but this is something that I think about all the time. Uh, I'm going to ask you first, Jordan, at this current moment, apple to apple, you're paying each player the same amount of money. Rudy Gobert, Walker Kessler. Oh, dude, like, that's not even close for me, Kessler. Kessler, right? I want to get even... Calvin this because he's the stats guy. Uh, I'm going to read off some really quick uh, per 36 minute stats this season. I, I don't want to throw Rudy under the bus. I know he's uh, you know in a new system, new team. I'm still getting acclimated. It helped a lot that Mike Conley's on the team now. But per 36 minutes, uh, Walker and Gobert. Let's see. Gobert points, uh, fifteen point seven. Kessler thirteen point nine. Total rebounds. Uh, Gobert thirteen point seven. Walker Kessler thirteen flat. Um, efficiency. Walker Kessler seventy one percent. Rudy Gobert sixty seven percent. 
all of these numbers for 36 minutes as of this season, it all points towards Walker Kessler. And I have people on Twitter coming at me saying that Rudy Gobert is still the better player. So I just want to get your guys' opinion. Oh, and Kessler's yeah. a flat out rookie. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of idiots on Twitter. I realized. Um, so, like the, the pure fact is, like Rudy Gobert took how long to develop, and he still doesn't really have an offensive game unless he's getting thrown a lob. Like Sydney said, Walker Kessler is Walker Kessler's a rookie, and we've only seen glimpses. Well, okay, not glimpses. We we haven't seen even close to a full Walker Kessler. So anybody that still thinks that Rudy Gobert. 